Hey guys, and welcome to Happy Hour with Ashley. Who doesn't love a good happy hour? I'm coming at you real and unfiltered to talk about self-care, mental health, and everything in between. This podcast is designed to encourage, educate, and uplift each and every person that listens. I'm coming from both a clinical and a personal point of view to discuss various matters dealing with mental health, self-esteem, self-care, and everything in between, things that happen in life. Happy Hour is here to let each listener know that no matter what you may be going through, you can turn your obstacles into triumphs. So go ahead and like, share, subscribe, write a review, do all those great things, but just make sure you listen. All right. Welcome to another wonderful episode of Happy Hour. Um, Before we start off with this episode, which I think may be very interesting, but nonetheless, before we start off, I want to thank you guys for helping me reach 5k downloads. That has happened in about 10 months because we hit our one year in March. Um, That's 5,000 downloads. I'm completely excited. And a download is basically how many listens. And it's come from all across the world. And I'm just grateful and thankful for each one of you. So shout out you guys for you know, pushing this on and sharing with your friends and listening each week and all that great stuff. So thank you. So narcissism or narcissistic personality disorder. It's one of several types of personality disorders. It's a a mental condition where people might have an inflated sense of their own importance, a deep need for excessive attention and admiration. They might have troubled relationships or a lack of empathy for others. People in narcissistic relationships can be formed when one or both of the partners struggle with narcissism. You know, sometimes people with narcissistic personalities believe that they're superior to others and have little regard for other people feeling. It's not necessarily curable, but it is treatable. Sometimes medication may not be thought to be effective, but some can be used to manage conditions associated with this, such as depression or anxiety. But if you want to know what an early warning sign for hidden narcissism is, is that you can be really charming up front. If any of you guys have said the incredible, seen the incredible Mr. Ripley, um, granted he was kind of had some sociopathic tendencies, well, was a sociopath, whatever. He was an he was a narcissist. If you pay attention to the beginning of the movie when he met, well, I don't want to give the movie away, but. You know, if you pay attention to the movie and see how he moved in the beginning of the movie, you see that charm that they're talking about. So they're extremely charming up front. They try to win you over. They're very manipulative, things like that. So that's a warning sign of somebody that might be a hidden narcissist. So whether you're in a relationship with one and you think, or whether you think you may be one, think about that. Are you really charming up front and then change later on? So... Um, the people that are really are going narcissists, they spend a lot more time focused on their appearance. So how they look, what they wear, you know, they have to be in the flyest thing. Their hair has to be always perfect, all that kind of stuff. When they're given time to put themselves together, they look fantastic and they become experts at looking fantastic. So again, you want to understand what narcissistic personality is. We already talked about people having an inflated sense of their own importance but there's also an 
a deep need for excessive attention and admiration, meaning I want to be the focus of attention. I want to be, you know, in the spotlight. They might have trouble relationships. And of course, like I said, they have a lack of empathy for others. But behind the mask of extra confidence, they do have a fragile self-esteem and they're vulnerable to the lightest, slightest criticism, meaning they don't want you to tell them anything about themselves. You know, so narcissism can cause problems in many areas of your life, such as relationships, work, school or financial affairs. You know, people dealing with narcissism may generally be unhappy and disappointed when they're not given special favors or not admired, you know, when they believe that they deserve it. And they might find that their relationships are unfulfilling and others might not be enjoy being around them. So the only thing that you can really do for narcissists, well, I don't want to say the only thing, I'm sorry, but treatment for narcissistic personality centers around talk therapy, so psychotherapy, individual therapy, group therapy, any of that kind of stuff, where you go in and you talk to somebody about what you're going through. Um, some of the signs, if you're interested in understanding, you know, if a person you know or if yourself has this, um, signs and symptoms and the severity vary, but some of the things you can look for is having an exaggerated sense of self-importance thinking that the king of the world the queen of the world nobody's better than them they do everything right they never make any mistakes anything like that they're perfect they also have a sense of entitlement and require constant excessive admiration so they need you to tell them you know how great they look how great they are how you need them things like that you should expect them to be recognized as superior even without achievements that warrant it. So they want to be the best even if they don't deserve that title. They exaggerate achievements and talents. So they say that they're, you know, they've done these things or done these great feats or, you know, like all these kind of things when they really haven't done it. They might be preoccupied with fantasies about success, power, brilliance, beauty, the perfect, you know, spouse or, or mate or whatever. So they're so focused on making it to the the next level, being greater than they were yesterday, all those type of things you have to look for. They believe that they are superior and can only associate with equally special people. So they can't, you know, if you're not on their level, they're not going to fool with you. They monopolize conversations and belittle or look down on people as they perceive as inferior. So basically, like if they don't feel like you're on their level, they're either going to disrespect you or like talk over you or not let you get your word out. They expect special favorites and unquestioning compliance with their expectations. They take advantage of others to get what they want. So basically, they use you to achieve whatever goals they have. And that where, that's where that lack of empathy comes in because they don't care how they're hurting you when they're, you know, using you to take advantage. Um, they also have an inability or an unwillingness to recognize the needs and feelings of others. So you might be going through something and they don't care. They're focused on themselves. So they, they can't even see how you're feeling or care about how you're feeling. They may be envious of others and believes others envy them. You know, that's a big thing where they think they're, you know, the best and other people want to be like them. They insist on having everything that's the best. So they want the best car, the best office, the best clothes. They show, they put on this show so you can see them. They're very gaudy. They might behave in an arrogant manner, like conceited or boastful or pretentious. They have no humility. They're not humble and their ego is out this world. At the same time though, you know, all those bad things, we don't want to just limit it to that. People with narcissistic narcissistic traits have trouble handling anything they perceive as criticism so they may become impatient or angry when they don't hear what they want to hear 
they might have interpersonal problems and feel slighted like they feel something inside you know they might react with rage or contempt or try to belittle the other person to make themselves appear superior so telling you things like you're not worthy I'm better than you you'll never be anything without me especially in a relationship if you're in a relationship with a narcissistic person they'll say those type of things they have difficulty regulating their emotions or behavior so they can't control it they experience major problems dealing with stress they can't adapt to change some may feel depressed and moody because they're not reaching that level of perfection that they want and they might also have secret feelings of insecurity shame vulnerability and humiliation but just know you will never know they will never tell you these things because again they want to seem so perfect so people with narcissistic personality disorder may not want to think that anything could be wrong so they may be unlikely to seek treatment so treatment could be therapy you know if you have somebody or if you yourself have any of those symptoms or have heard about any of those symptoms but you're refusing to seek treatment because you don't want to you know so that that's it's something really hard for them to go and think that they're going to want to get help like I don't think I've ever encountered anybody in therapy that said they were a narcissist I've encountered their mates or their spouses or their kids or their whatever who say they are but they deny that or they refuse to come to therapy or if they've been to therapy they refuse to continue going to therapy so it is unlikely that they seek treatment but if they do seek treatment it's more likely for the symptoms to be depression drug or alcohol use or another mental health problem but perceived insults to self-esteem may make it difficult to accept and follow through with treatment so if they hear something they don't like they won't come back so if you recognize aspects of your personality that are common with some of the things that I've said or if you're feeling overwhelmed by sadness please consider reaching out to a trusted doctor or mental health provider because getting the right treatment can make your life more rewarding and enjoyable nobody really knows what causes narcissism and although it is a personality personality disorder and with personality development and other mental health diagnoses the cause of narcissism is likely complex but narcissistic personalities may be linked to your environment so mismatched in parent-child relationships with either too much adoration so you being spoiled right and getting whatever you want saying you're so perfect being a mama's boy or a mama's girl any of those things or the opposite having excessive criticism that's poorly attuned to their criticism so being told negative things having negative Um, self-talk thrown at you and you start perceiving that as negative self-talk another thing is genetics so inherited characteristics you know from a parent neurobiology which is the connection between the brain and the behavior and thinking some risk factors so narcissism does affect more males than it does females not saying that females can't be narcissistic as well but you will see as research describes there's more guys it often begins in the teens or early adulthoods but keep in mind that even though children can show traits of narcissism it could simply be typical of their age it doesn't necessarily mean that they have narcissistic personality disorders so don't be out there trying to say your child has this you know it doesn't even occur fully until their teens or early 20s and although the cause of narcissistic personality disorder isn't known some researchers think that in biologically vulnerable children parenting styles that are overprotective or neglectful may have an impact so think about that if your your parents or your the person you're thinking about's parents were too protective or very neglective that can cause it as well 
some complications or some things that you may notice with people with narcissism. Um, they might have difficulties with relationships. They might have problems at work or school, so they get in trouble at school a lot, but they can't maintain a job. Um, they might have depression or anxiety. They might have physical health problems. They may have a substance abuse problem by drinking or using drugs or anything like that. They possibly could have suicidal thoughts or behavior. Because the cause of narcissism is unknown, there is no way to prevent the condition. However, if you feel like you have any of these things, get treatment as soon as possible, you know, for any of those things. Participate in family therapy to learn healthy ways to communicate or cope with conflicts or emotional distress. The same thing is, you know, doing that in individual therapy as well. And then, you know, when we talk about being in a relationship with a narcissist, whether that's a parental narcissist or a intimate narcissist, or whether that's a job, a, a job that's a narcissist, a boss, sorry guys, a boss at a job that's a narcissist or any of those things, you know, you think about a relationship with them. Um, can a narcissist fall in love? You know, when narcissists fall hopelessly and deeply in love with codependence and, you know, a codependent, I mean, if you guys want that general definition for a codependent, you know, um, not necessarily saying you have to be codependent to be in a narcissistic relationship, but codependency is basically characterized by excessive emotional or psychological reliance on a partner, typically one who requires support. So it's somebody that is just um, like some codependent behavior could be like, you take responsibility for their actions, you care or worry too much about their problems, you cover up, you know, things that they've done, you always um, do more than, so at your job, you might do more than you're required to earn approval, you might feel obligated to do what other people want you to, even when you don't want to, you know, you might be suspicious of receiving love. You might only be in a relationship because you need it, not because you actually want to be. So that could be financially, emotionally, anything like that. A lot of codependency that I've seen is more so emotionally. I mean, there is some codependency when it comes financially, but it's mostly emotional that I've seen. Um, also enabling someone to take your time, neglecting your own needs. All those things are signs of codependency. So basically, like I said, when a narcissist does fall hopelessly and deeply in love, it's with a codependent and they love even more intensely than a person who is psychologically healthy. So a person who is neither codependent nor narcissist. So the reason that they fall so in love with this codependent person is because the codependent can deliver the goods, the needs, what they want, give them feed into all those traits that are negative. Healthy relationships are based on mutual respect and trust, traits that a narcissistic relationship is highly unlikely to possess. So although narcissists can get away with sustaining relationships, eventually their partners feel very isolated and they end up leaving. So when you think about that, um, I do want to talk a little bit more about codependency if you guys want to know codependent like warning signs or things like that. But here are some fast facts on codependency. You know, they can be between friends, intimate relationships or family members. Um, it can also include emotional or physical abuse. Your friends and family members may recognize that something's wrong and you don't. And you might, you know, just like any other mental or emotional health issue, you can go to, you know, treatment for that. So codependent people feel worthless unless they're needed by somebody. 
they really don't have their own identity or interests outside of their codependent relationship um, they feel like their needs and wants are unimportant and they only recognize the feelings and needs and wants of their other person so you think about that and you think about the enabler who might be the narcissistic person their role is also dysfunctional so it's hard for a codependent person to learn how to have an equal two-sided relationship and they always you know depend on that person so to think about codependency and to think about you know who a codependent person is it's someone who finds no satisfaction or happiness in life outside of doing things for the other person they may stay in the relationship even if they're aware that their partner does hurtful things and listen I don't think I'm codependent, but I've definitely been in that place, so it's understandable. They do anything to please and satisfy their enabler, no matter what the expense is to themselves. They feel constant anxiety about their relationship due to always wanting to make the other person happy. They use all their time and energy to give their partner everything they ask for. They feel guilty and thinking of themselves in the relationship and will not express their own personal needs or desires. And they ignore their own morals and conscience to do what the other person wants. So, again, when you think about narcissism and codependency, they kind of fall hand in hand, right? So, just listen to some of the things that, you know, we're, we're ran through on here. It's sometimes when you're with a narcissistic person or you having codependent traits, you don't notice it in the moment. I can look back over previous relationships and see how the person I was with might not necessarily have a narcissistic personality disorder but they definitely showed signs of some narcissistic narcissistic traits and again how I don't believe I'm codependent I definitely showed some codependent traits so just looking back in your life and your friends and things like that and relationships you're in looking at those things and seeing you know do I have any codependency or do I have any narcissistic traits and if I do what should I do so again like I said before there's always going to therapy and things like that so just figuring out what's going to work best for you identifying those things so that you can change that behavior okay so guys I just wanted to give you a little something more into I want to get more into mental health and some diagnoses and things like that to help you you know around the clock figure out everything that comes around with mental health and self-care so I hope you enjoy this if you have any questions at all you can definitely shoot me a message on um ig at happy hour with ashley you can write me on my facebook therapy with ashley you can write me i think in the details below you'll see some notes just to write notes so just whatever just send me some questions you know if you have anything any questions about narcissism or codependency or any other mental health diagnosis that you may want me to run through i got you so hope you guys have a great weekend and peace out Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's counselor network, which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. 
BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. Visit BetterHelp.com Ashley. That's BetterHelp.com slash A-S-H-E-L-E-I. And join the over 500,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. And a special offer for Happy Hour with Ashley listeners. You get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com Ashley. Thanks for tuning in to the episode today. Be sure to go follow me on all my social media handles. On Twitter, it's Happy Hour Ash, spelled with A-S-H-E. On Instagram, it's Happy Hour with Ashley. You can find me on Facebook at Therapy with Ashley. And my website's www.ashleyjohnsoncounseling.com. If you want to go ahead and be a supporter of me financially and this podcast to help us grow, go ahead and click the link under details or you can go to anchor.fm slash happy hour with Ashley slash support. That's anchor.fm slash happy hour with Ashley slash support. And don't forget to like, share, subscribe, Apple reviewers, write me a review and make sure you listen. Have a great day.